0: Greetings. This is Kevin Quinley of Quinley Risk Associates, and this is the latest edition of The Claims Coach in early November 2018. This is the podcast that delivers tips, tools, and techniques to help great claim and risk professionals get even better at managing their claims, their time, their resources, and their careers. This week's podcast Gores a sacred cow amongst the plaintiff bad faith bar. I want to take a look at the notion advanced by some plaintiffs and some plaintiff experts to the following proposition that an insurance claim industry standard requires insurance companies to always give the insured the benefit of the doubt. Okay, I've been an expert witness on a number of cases where this was part of the plaintiff and the plaintiff's expert attack on the adjuster. The adjuster did not give the insured, we're talking about first-party claims, mostly, the benefit of the doubt. The unconscious assumption, or maybe the explicit presumption, is that insurance companies in disputed claims have to give policyholders The benefit of the doubt. Now, I suspect that this is kind of morphed or metastasized from the principle, which I do agree with and acknowledge, that ambiguities in policy wording are resolved against the party who drafted the contract. In other words, that genuine ambiguities in policy wording are resolved in favor of the policyholder. I get that. I agree with that. I acknowledge that. But that's not quite the same thing here as saying, well, from there, we're conflating that principle to a broader principle, which is that if there are doubts about a claim, an insurance company must give the policyholder the benefit of the doubt. And failing to do so Equals bad faith. Now let's pause and think about that seemingly benign proposition for a moment. Because taken to its logical or illogical conclusion, this principle would have insurance companies and adjusters pay every disputed claim by giving the policyholder, quote, the benefit of the doubt. And I believe that would have disastrous consequences. First, insurance companies would be paying a heck of a lot more claims, and they would have to pass, most likely, those increased claim costs on to customers, policyholders, rendering insurance increasingly expensive or unaffordable. You think it costs a lot now? You start paying every claim to give the insured the benefit of the doubt, or most every claim, or any claim that where there is a doubt, you give the insured the benefit of the doubt, look at claim payments and premiums go sky high. That's number one. Number two, if insurers, let's say that they didn't raise their rates, that they absorb that increased claims costs without passing them on to customers, it could drive some insurance companies to insolvency and restrict marketplace capacity for financial protection. So that's a macro adverse ramification, number two. Number three, this yardstick would create situations where every time there's a disputed claim and there's a doubt the insurance company pays, this would incentivize, arguably, the filing of marginal or dubious claims because policyholders then realize, hey, any doubt has to be resolved in favor of me, the policyholder. Number four, this simplistic and unsupported maxim really treats all doubts the same. It presumes that a doubt is a doubt is a doubt, like a rose is a rose is a rose. I disagree with that. That presumption ignores the fact that there are doubts, and then there are doubts. Put differently, Doubts are a matter of degree. I agree if doubts rest on hunches or pure speculation and little or no investigation, those doubts will probably warrant resolution of a dispute in the policyholder's favor. However, in other cases, doubts may have legitimate bases and would warrant contesting or questioning a disputed claim. So, in summary, what I believe the naive notion that insurers must, quote, give the insured the benefit of the doubt, or that not giving the insured the benefit of the doubt is bad faith, it has a lot of surface appeal, but I don't think it represents insurance claim industry, custom, standard, practice, norm. A requirement, and in fact, such a principle, if applied to the real world of claims, which is the world that you and I occupy, it would have calamitous consequences taken literally. I'll get off my soapbox. but That felt better. I had to get it off my chest. You may agree, you may disagree, but that's my view. Hey, if you like the content here, please subscribe to the Claims Coach Podcast on iTunes and leave a review, hopefully a favorable one, for more information on my menu of services. Please visit me on the web at www.claimscoach.com or connect with me on Twitter at Claims That's one word, Claims Coach. I'm also on LinkedIn. But hey, thanks for listening and be sure to check back for future claim and risk management resources from Quinley Risk Associates.